0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Women in Confidence podcast, the show where we empower and uplift women to step into their full potential and live their most authentic selves. I'm your host Vanessa and I'm thrilled that you've joined me today for episode 87. But before we get started, I've been on a bit of a short break from Women in Confidence and I just want to explain why. So for the last couple of months I've been slowing down, like not deliberately, but I have been finding myself getting super tired really easily to the point where like by the end of the day, I'm just absolutely exhausted. And as a result of that, I'm having real trouble concentrating and nothing in my lifestyle had changed. I was still eating the same amount of food, if not more, and my stress levels hadn't changed. So I just knew that something wasn't right and off I went to the doctor. So a blood test later and I was diagnosed with anemia, uh, vitamin B12 and vitamin D deficiency, and also I had vertigo. So um, not a great cocktail of problems there. Um, so yeah, I couldn't even. I couldn't. Seriously, I could not even do a podcast episode. It was it was that debilitating. So I'm on the mend now because I've had uh, an eye infusion, I've had a B12 injection, and just in time, the sun is out in Melbourne. So I've been sat outside getting some natural vitamin D. And today I managed to walk and next weekend I'm hoping to start running again. So if you're a regular listener, now you'll know why I haven't been putting out an episode so recently. But on to today. My guest is Bethany Innes and she is in the beautiful coastal town of Byron Bay in Australia. And if you know Byron Bay, you'll know it's absolutely breathtaking and it's a haven for those seeking personal transformation and spiritual growth. She's a passionate life coach, an intuitive guide, and a healthy living expert who has dedicated her life to helping others unlock their true potential and find alignment with their authentic selves. Bethany's journey to becoming a coach is nothing short of remarkable. She began her career as a hairdresser, spending two decades as a salon owner, but her calling extended far beyond the hair salon. Bethany's coaching style is dynamic, reflecting her own transformative health journey, which was kickstarted by the Ketoneers or Ketoneers program. And this program not only helped her shift her mindset, but also release negative emotions and embrace her true self. Bethany's personal journey with healing, deep transformation, and profound human experiences led her to share her wisdom with others who were seeking a similar path. And out of this intention, her business Splendor was born, and with it, a mission to remind humanity to release fear and connect back to love. So get ready for this episode with Bethany. Bethany, hello and welcome to Women in Confidence. Thanks for joining us today. Um, how are you? I'm brilliant. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Vanessa. Good. I'm really excited to have you here, actually. And there's lots that we can talk about. Um, as people know, if they listen regularly, I always do my sort of pre-meeting with you. And so I've got lots of notes and lots of things to talk about. Um, and so it's going to be great supplement to this podcast around confidence. But to start us off and to get us all warmed up, what does having confidence mean to you, Bethany?
1: I think having confidence is being connected to your authentic self, which is, you know, your, your true self and the essence of who you are. I think that we're all born with confidence and it's not something that we need to go and discover or create. It's about removing all the things that we've laid on that's blocking us from connecting to our confidence by connecting to who we truly are.
0: I find that really perspective really interesting. And because normally my guests come on and they, they talk about enhancing their confidence and adding things. Whereas you're saying, actually, we've all got some, we all have confidence and it's a, and your approach is about taking away the things, the blockages, the roadblocks, all those sorts of hurdles that we encounter. I think that's really, um, it's a really different perspective to what I normally have on the podcast. Is that something you've always believed to be true? Is that something as you've matured, you've thought about uh-huh. this?
1: Yeah, not always believed to be true. I it was like twenty years of being a, a hairdresser, and I think that it cracked me. Like I was watching these people coming in and, and like trying to buy confidence. And you know, as the hairdresser, you you want to show up and give them what their their need is. And so, you know, that's the heart. You you ask a hairdresser why they do the career, and it's always because of I like making people feel happy. I like making people feel better. And so then when there's a gap in that, it was so like I'm hearing the word like haunting. To our career, like to watch people come in, you know, hand over the money. You do the best you can, and the hair looks great, but they haven't actually achieved confidence, which is what they're trying to buy. And so, you know, over that time for me, it was the the conversations with the people were the main event. Like I liked the hair and everything, but the actual conversation and and even supporting them. Like now, I recognise I was coaching people in in the chair whether they (laughs) were asking for it or not. That's what I was doing. And, um, you know, it became this exploration for me of why aren't humans connecting to them and uh, like connecting to themselves and their confidence and seeing their unique qualities. Like I could see it in them, but they couldn't see it themselves. And, you know, then that took me on a journey to really exploring my own confidence, really coming to know who I am. And you know, I, this thing came through for me yesterday where I hear a lot in coaching people saying about showing up on social media and, you know, having this fear of being, being seen by the world. And I'm like, it's such a projection. It's actually you're terrified of being fully seen by yourself for yourself. Like you're actually terrified of, of truly meeting yourself and then just displaying that for the world. And so, you know, it's the more that you come into knowing who you are. Then the way that you're showing up in all moments are just you being in the embodiment and the expression of you. It's not a calculated learned skill. It's like from that connection. And so, yeah, to dive into who you are, that's the endless journey. You know, when people say, I'm going to develop my confidence, I'm going to keep going into it. Like, yeah, it gets, it gets bigger, right? Like you don't go, oh, okay, this is who I am and it stops. You dive into the depths of you, which is never ending. And that's where your confidence continues to expand as you discover who you actually are and who you actually are with their
0: So I've got a few things I want to talk to, and I'm not sure what to order they'll come out in because I want to talk about when you were running your salons and they, they, you were your own business owner. Um, and I love the story about you talk about, you know, doing the hair, but also coaching. I mean, as a, a hairdresser or a salon owner, you do have incredible access to people and they're i'm not saying they're vulnerable but you know you're literally just you're in a very privileged position as as somebody who's doing somebody's hair is that you they you've got them relaxed and they open up to it Mm -hmm. at what point when you were doing your salon ownership and your hairdressing did you think actually i prefer the coaching to doing the hair and then you made that transition
1: yeah. So I, when I initially started my career, like I, I did my training and then I was part of a franchise business and I was in that for about 10 years. And towards the end, it just grated on me. The culture just wasn't me anymore. And you know, I started very young. I, I owned my first salon at 19. And so I didn't know who I was. And so in that 10 year period, I was still learning, developing, you know, um, person in their twenties with a business. It's, it's one hell of a journey is all I'll, um, put in that one. Um, and so, yeah, in that grating of like this doesn't sit with me anymore, I was really you know who who are we what what do I want to do in this? and so, I got out of that franchise and relaunched, I had three selves with that, and I relaunched with one, and you know, I was thinking about the name, and I'm someone who I constantly working down those now, I'm in constant connection with spirit, which is you know what spirit is 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 your own discovery to go into, but i'll I'll use that word for it, and i at that point was allowing myself to surrender into it and going, okay, well, what what name would represent a place that's all about the person? I didn't want it to be about the hair. I wanted it to be all for the person. And the name came through to be all for Mary. And Mary had been this like um, every time I was role playing and teaching my team how to do customer service things, we would use the name Mary as a title. So the salon was all built around being focused on the client. And so, you know, from that point, I did things like I'm laughing because it was such such clearly coaching. Like so, you know, you see a person sit down in front of the mirror and it's like that moment that they see themselves and they're like, oh, I'm going to be looking at myself for hours and you see all those internal thoughts come through. And I was like, I hate that moment for them. I want to make that better. And so we started this, we put these titles between all the mirrors saying your real reflection. And then everyone got a pad of post-it notes and they were welcome to write as many as they could, but they had to write I am and something that was about their character and had nothing to do with their physical body. And so it was like a theme for a season. And then every season we would change the wall and it would be a new thing. And all of this about helping people to discover themselves. And so I guess from the moment it became all for Mary, I was coaching, just not, just not um recognising that piece. And I really like I love business and I thought I would go into coaching and, and shifting the hairdressing industry. Like I think it needs a massive makeover because we what we were able to do for people when we switched that was was really powerful. And, you know, it's probably something I will go back to one day, touching on the industry, but it planted the seed around coaching and then it, it just like morphed from there into into splendor and where I have it today.
0: So I'll go back to my um other question and it's around you talked about knowing yourself and, and you you reference social media is about um facing into yourself, but at what point did you feel that you really started to get the essence of you? Mm. You know,
1: it goes deeper every time and the the it sounds like ego, but um, when you, when you're in it, you'll understand what I'm saying is the rate I'm growing right now. I'm a different person every day. Like it's, it's so fast right now. So it's, it's something that's slow in the beginning. And then it just speeds up the more that you build momentum with, with going there with yourself. Where I really activated that, I would say was at the start of this year. Uh, well, actually a year ago, I moved to Byron and I, I basically left everyone that I knew. I, I moved here knowing absolutely no one and I've basically, I'm out in the hinterland area. So it's quite a, an isolated experience which I've adored um, to actually just be able to ground and, and be in time with myself. So this entire year has been an unraveling for me. And then at the beginning of this year, like my connection to who I actually am just skyrocketed. Um, I'll say my, in your discovery of yourself, it's always about releasing fears and returning to love. It's it's always about aiming towards that vibration of love because at our true essence, that's who we are. And so the more that you're connected to love and the more that you release fears, the more you find yourself. And I had a a massive thing happen. My mother had an extreme stroke at the beginning of this year and, you know, her and I have had quite a contentious relationship pretty much all of our lives. And just for, My lifestyle, I was the only person who could actually be at the hospital where everyone else had to go to physical jobs. And, yeah, there was like three weeks there of just looking after her and and loving on her in this way that just like broke me in the most beautiful way. And since that, since me finding a new level of love and, and deepening of unconditional love through that experience with her, it just has radically connected me to who I actually am.
0: So can we, can we go back and explore what you said? You were saying you're growing every day. There'll be people listening saying, I don't quite understand what that means. What, what does Bethany mean by she grows every day? So can you just help me understand that, please? That'd be great. So
1: I, um, when you shift in vibration, like we're all energetic beings and, there's actually, I use a thing called the map of consciousness, which is actually a way that you can put a number to where you are, which sounds bizarre, but it, it works, right? And so, I literally am at a point of connection that I see the number. I literally like, um, I'll go through something and I will see the number in my mind and know that it's changing. And um, so, there's like a way that I'm actually very much checking in where I'm at and, and so I know that. But what's happening is when you go up in vibration, your paradigm shifts, like the way that you see the world looks different. And so, it's just being in my thoughts. And so, the next thing I'll be, you know, that epiphany thought where something just like pops for you, like one of those will happen and I'll be like, oh, now I get this about existence. And as that happens, then a number will come through and and I'll know I've gone up again. And it's happening rapidly right now. Like I've, I've never experienced it like this before, but it's just in this this full connection to being fearless. Like I've just gone into this like full faith zone of like whatever spirit's telling me to do, I'm just going to go into. And because of that depth of surrender, it can just move and shift and go in and 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 go so fast in that way. So. I hope that
0: helped because that's a, that's a yeah. thing that opens up a lot more questions. As well. well, it does. And that's the reason why I'm like, okay, let's go for the next one. So, this sort of rapid change, I mean, you, you must be in the mindset or be just ter- like really open minded to this. So, you sort of let go of any guard and you don't have any barriers because if it's happening rapidly, I guess you you are the type of person who would go with it anyway. Is that correct?
1: um meaning like go into the surrender of it like that yeah look uh I think this rate started happening a couple of weeks ago and I had like maybe the first two days where I was like oh my gosh like I can feel what's happening to me I know what's going to and it was this awareness that no fear can exist you know this is my work this is what I teach people is going from fear to love and and so spirits like okay you want to teach this get rid of all of them and so it's just it was like days of this surfacing of them all, and i I went into it, I felt them all, I was aware of it. I you know, thank goodness I have a beautiful um contact who's really got my back at the moment and and so I was like leaning on her, and so like pulled myself out with with that support as well, and then it's just it's like allowing it to fall after that, like allowing the things that surface to just be like. Oh, that one was so, well, where did that even come from? Like, why would I think that reality? And as I release those, that's what shifts my vibration. That's what, then I see the world through a different paradigm. And it, and it, it's like you spend the next moments, the next days, like looking over your life again and and combing through old thoughts and being like, oh, now I see what that one really is. Now I get what this actually is from and, and moving through them like that. So do I resist? yes but but it's a lot shorter than you know when someone's at the beginning of their journey and the resistance takes years right like people will have a lesson and a, and something they need to shift through pressing upon them and it will get more and more intense until they pay attention and I see people like sometimes it's decades and they're in the same lesson and you're like let go like let go of the reality and 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 drop into this so you know, I have to say, like now for me, it's, it's maybe a couple of hours. It was like in the, in those two days, it was like our freedom, our freedom, like going through that. And yeah, just, I guess I want to say to people, like be committed to that journey, be committed to knowing like, yeah, it's harder in the beginning, but if you stick with it, if you are just like relentless in showing up for yourself, you'll get to a point where things are just easy to, to brush off and move through.
0: Bringing back to confidence, then that you talked about paradigm shifts and, and not necessarily resisting, but just accepting. How, what would be your advice then to people who are listening and using what you've learned and what you teach to build confidence?
1: So again, I wouldn't use the word build. I would say mm-hmm. discover, discover confidence. Um, and it's the biggest gateway into doing this is to understand that there's two parts of you. You either have your ego or your true self. And so your ego is this fear based part of you that sees separation in the world and, and lack. And, you know, once actually is designed to keep you plain small. And then your true self is this expansive, limitless part of you that is full of love and freedom and, and is more presenting as like that whisper within you. You know, it's that, that knowing that. That voice that pops through when we, when we surrender, when we actually allow ourselves to drop in. And so this is the huge piece. If people can actually recognize that that constant voice in your mind is not your true self, it's actually your ego and start working with that. That's going to be how they start to release fears. And then that in itself will, will help them discover their confidence by knowing themselves. So some of the like signals and, and stuff I give for people with that is, really notice what happens in your body, right? Like your body is always a signal to, it, to what's going on. So when it's your ego, your body can be tense, you can feel like agitated, you can feel a shrinking of yourself. And then when it's your true self, no matter what it's asking you to do or what it's telling you as awareness, there's just this, ah, oh, that's true. That comes through with it. Like I get asked to do some big things, but if that piece is there, I'm like, okay, that's, that's what I need to do next. And in that as well, my body is relaxed. I feel the, the essence of peace running through me. And if, if people can come in tune to those things and go, Oh, this is actually an ego moment. This is, I'm contracting right now. So this isn't a, this isn't my true self coming through. And, and then go, I can actually choose to listen to my true self. This is a big topic. So I'm just going to mm. say a little more That So I, I say, imagine that whichever one has been in control. So ego or true self, it's like it had a chance to do a workout and the muscles got bigger. And so when you start off, your ego is, you know, this massive bodybuilder, like buffed person, right? Picture it, picture it like that. And, you know, the, the devil and angel on your shoulder, picture the ego like that sitting on your shoulder. And then your true self, who has barely had a say, is like this emancipated body that can only get out of this And what we need to recognize is that in our humanness, we feel the presence and go, oh, well, that's the one that's got the power. We feel the strength of the um, the voice in the ego and go, okay, well, I must have to listen to that. It's all based on choice. And you can give that choice to the whisper in any moment. You can give that poor little emancipated body the workout. And over time, the ego will, the muscles will deteriorate and the emancipated body will build until that's the voice. You know, so at my stage, it's like that when the ego comes in, cause it's still here, you never fully get rid of it. Otherwise you wouldn't be human anymore. It's, it's like the, the faint one or the one that's so foreign that I'm just like, oh, like go away (laughs) um so I say if you like take on that battle recognize those two parts of yourself you know refer to it as being the ego or something I when I work with people I'm like pick a name of someone who was like the high school bully or something like that you know I I tend to use Nancy and I apologize to any Nancy's because I have nothing against any, (laughs) it's just a name that comes through but you're like yeah Nancy's going off again and once you're separating that part of you from being you, now you can do something with it. Beforehand when it was you and all-encompassing, like then you're a subject to it. So it's a long answer to your question, but that's the road in. Understand the two parts. Start to journey through recognizing which one it is. Start to give the true self the workout and it will, it will come through with strength. The, the stronger that your true self builds into, that's your confidence. That's, that's you becoming confident because it's the essence of you coming through, which is already within. You.
0: I think it's a great answer. Thank you so much for that. So you talked a couple of times about things coming through for you. You talked about numbers. Um, help me understand that. Is that something you've always been able to do? Is that something, I guess, with your, your workout of your ego and your true self? that's arisen how tell me about when you talk about things coming through what does that mean and how are you aware of those
1: yeah so it's generally in the quiet times right like when I meditate I'll start hearing things and or I will see something like I especially like when I'm working with clients for example I'll get a vision of something and it'll show me what's actually happening with them so that I can coach them through and so they're not things I can turn on they're things that are yeah, they arrive to me. So, when I say I hear things, it's it's pretty much the same as how something shows up in your mind as a thought, but it's got more of a softness to it, more that whisper kind of feel. Um, and it's got that piece with it. So, it's it's, I can tell when I'm getting what I refer to as a download. And so, at the moment, and i sorry, I will say as well, I, I feel like everyone can do this and we can do it to the ability that we have faith for it. So as a child, could I do things like this? A little? Yeah, definitely. I can look back and see that this has been somewhere in my life. Then there's been times where I've shut it off. I've felt crazy and I'm like, the world won't understand me. So I'll just pretend it's not here. Um, and then in this time alone where it's, I've really worked on myself, it's just kept expanding until it's, it's constant. Me now, and so you know, at the moment, like for example, spirit tells me to go outside and stretch in the sunlight. I'm like, okay, I'll just do that. I'm surrendered to it, and like, I'll, I'll do whatever you're telling me to do. And so, I start stretching, and then I just start hearing words and I'll just begin to capture them. They turned into these what I refer to as energy activations that are they're just they're potent things that I'm just a vessel for, they're not. Um, there's no me creating i'm just capturing them as they come through and so like why me why this why do that like i don't ask i just okay you want me to do that all right and because i'm so surrendered to that i get more and more contact all the time
0: i'm glad you said that you don't ask because actually when you were talking i was thinking actually it doesn't matter why it's you in many ways and and that's almost irrelevant. So actually it's just, it is you and you just have this ability, which you then share with other people. So you talked about growth and you, you all these amazing things that are happening to you. What do you think the the, un- I'll call it the universe, but what do you think the universe has got in store for you that's giving you these, this downloads and this quick, um, pr- pr- um, what's the word, succession of growth? What do you think's in store for you? Ah. Uh.
1: Splendor's going to change the world, Sorry, it's a big call to say, but i, I know it it's just' like, <laughs> it, okay, I haven't said it before I, the amount of things we're covering, like I went from training three coaches to hold the programs to being told to put another seven in this year and and all seven names came through, and all seven people are being directed to why they need to choose it and there's just things i can't I can't deny the growth and how important it is for. I feel like I'm just a vessel for the programs and covering as many things that humanity needs, right? Like humanity needs um, – we, we offer a lot of things already, but then there's relationship programs, femininity stuff, there's um, parenting things. Like there's there's a whole range of things that I know we'll, we'll end up covering and my role is to capture and just capture and create, pass it over to someone else to hold so that humanity can get the support they need.
0: Well, talk to me about Splendor then. This is your business – so talk to me about how it came about um, and what you offer and, and who is likely to benefit from your, from your, your teachings.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Splendor is, yeah, the, the, the brand for all of my coaching programs, as well as for the charitable arm, which is called Supreme Splendor. And so I started off doing a program that was around releasing weight, but it was about loving yourself, right? Because it's not that we need to know the, what to eat or the exercise, we can access that information all the time. It's the why we don't do the things. And so, you know, working on the mindset and the connection to self behind that is what gets the result for someone that is on a yo-yo diet. It's something that actually sticks with them. And so that was the first one. And then I merged into having a manifestation program, which is, yeah, teaching people how to come into this flow with life and open up this kind of connection with spirit and source. Uh, that then rolled into a habit program, which is because, you know, to actually manifest is is managing the habits that you do and, and actually being in alignment with all of the things that you say you're calling in. And so, there was a, a whole one with that. We then merged into a nine-month program that is called Rebirth that is basically consciously creating the seven core areas of your life. So, you know, a lot of people do the business abundance and I'm doing, how's your home energy? What's your relationship with yourself like? And so it's like core pieces of you actually pausing, looking over your life and consciously creating, okay, I'm going to see the wounded part, I'm going to clean that up and I'm going to actually bring this into a healed place and design what I want in each area. So that, um, yeah, is that piece. And then Supreme Splendour is basically just, helping people who really want to journey from this fear to love. It's doing the, the work in a variety of ways. We do a women's circle every week. We have a podcast series that's helping you to understand these concepts of, of how to do life and, yeah, be, being that support for anyone journeying through that. So that's where it's currently sitting today. Check in in a month and there might be a whole bunch of <laughs> other stuff.
0: Well, who knows it might even be tomorrow. But who knows? You're growing. Yeah. And so what type of woman – would be more attracted or more inclined to seek you out or seek any of your programs.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think we cater to anyone because we train in every program. There is this undercurrent of the ego and the true self and journey from fear to love. And, and so in that, there's an element of, of being open to spirit, being open to, you know, I, I'm not religious. I will use the word God or spirit about it. the way I see it. I think it's very different to the understanding most people have. And so, yeah, I guess someone who's not repelled by that but also doesn't need to know anything because we'll teach you in the program, we'll open you up into into this connection with that spiritual part of yourself through the program anyway.
0: So there'll be people listening who maybe are like sceptical about spirit, universe, um, even God, you know, not everyone believes in anything. How would you approach that conversation around spirit? Because you're – you're very connected to that. Um, some people probably don't understand it so much. So could you just sort of talk to me about that and how you came to be spiritual again, using your own definition of that and, uh, and help people understand it a bit more? So I grew up in
1: a very religious household and I re- like was repelled by God for a lot of it because of, because of what that was like. And I think that that tone is, is very present in the world. You know, I, I often say, if I was God, I would be like, I have the worst PR agents in the world and I didn't hire any of them. Right? Like, and so I guess my, my piece for anyone who doesn't have a connection here is to understand we have a culture who has so mismanaged what spirit actually is that you're more repelled from that. Um, than than your own experience is actually letting you have. And so speaking into those things and getting people the opportunity to, you know, explore what's actually been going on. Again, when you understand the ego and then you understand how a human holds spirit through the ego and how they then thrash it over people and try and get them to believe their stuff rather than actually what it is, it makes so much sense why people are so shut down that it's
0: yeah that i think it's i think it because well i think people can probably understand religion albeit there are so many and it's very fractured and and complex mm. i think there's so much more conversation And i'm relatively new to the space of spirituality and the universe and the, the law of attraction and manifesting that's it's relatively new to me i've never been religious because of probably similar things you know i was at a boarding school that was a religious school so i was like really turned off from it but i think it's for me it's how how do people know that they're in touch with their spirituality and it might come back to what you were saying about ego and true self but i think for those people who who are still thinking or well, not sure what this means how do people happen to that spirituality
1: so i think you can view the world it Like you, who you are in two different ways. You can see yourself as a human being who is able to have a spiritual experience or a spiritual being who is having a human experience. And my belief is in the second one. And I think that if you sit in that first belief, that's why it's so hard to find it because then you're looking for the right program, the right teacher, the right cacao, the right da 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 to have this spiritual experience that's like this elusive thing that, you know, you've got to work hard to get to. And I'm like, no, it's you. In every moment of every day, it's it's in your body, it's in your energy. So anything that we unlock or connect to is is connected to your level of faith and your intention. Like your intention is so, it's it's playing out in your life far more than I think humans realize, right? Like if your every thought is an intention, every action is an intention, and then then it's creating the reality around you. So if someone was listening to this and they really wanted to connect i would say go out in nature spend some time alone in nature and you know you know maybe that's going for a hike it's sitting by water for a while but allow yourself to be immersed by nature for a while before you attempt it and then open up your your intention like fully just be like i'm i'm welcoming this in if the like whatever is in me whatever who i actually am this this spiritual part of me I'm welcoming it in and, and hold that intention. Now, if someone holds it fully, you will be met. You just will be. And the depth of your what you'll get is really connected to the doubt. So if you're sitting there going like, this is my intention, but oh, this better work or I feel stupid or anything, okay, well, then that's what will come through. And, that, and that's why... You know, I've had to go through years of feeling crazy, like going, where do these voices come from? Where does this come from? And so the more I've shed and the more I've just beaten the intention and dropped those doubts and, and those feelings, the more that can come through. And so, yeah, that's the piece that you're taking through and, and taking time to to get the big things. And so if someone is so factual and science-based and that sort of thing like it it makes it so much harder for them to sit there in that intention and so it just takes longer for that that way of thinking to get there but they're still there they still have access to it it's just removing those doubts to allow it to come
0: so what's your one piece of advice to women who are listening and they think they want to understand themselves more and then be able to draw out their confidence or to remove some of those blockers which you've talked about. What's your one piece of advice?
1: You know, what's coming through as you're saying that is just, like, disconnect from the world, right? Like, not not necessarily in the way that I'm saying here, but we have at our core this deep fear of being rejected by the tribe. Every human's got it, and because if we – Get, got rejected back in, you know, whatever other lifetime we lived, if you want to think about like that, or just the fact that fear is still in our DNA, it's like we, it meant death. And because it meant that, we at our core are so wired to what, what does everyone else think? What is it, what am I going to do to please people, please my family so I fit in, please the people at work, like make sure my friends accept me. And if you can just be the observer of yourself doing that and work on disconnecting it, you can, come into that journey right like uh the majority of humanity do not understand who they really are like the the way the consciousness is functioning does not understand why they're actually here what existence is about and so you need to cut away from that so that you can come into this and when you do you'll find yourself
0: love that thank you very much how can people find you bethany
1: so com is our website and Splendors is just O-R as well as Reveal Your Splendor on Instagram is probably the best way to find us. And we do actually really cool new thing. If you go onto the contact page on our website, we've got channels for all of our different programs. And so you can just tune in and you can be seeing content and understanding what's happening in all of them so that you can get the learnings that way.
0: Perfect. And what I'll do is I'll put all those links in the show notes so people can just click on those and head straight to your website. So thank you so much for your time. It's gone super quick. I was just looking at, at, um, at the clock and thinking, wow, where did that time go? But it's just because I was so absorbed in everything you've said. I've learned a lot because, um, well, I, I do an awful lot of learning through these podcasts anyway, but you really sort of opened my mind to the piece about ego and true self and really sort of understanding which one is talking.
1: Yeah, if I can say I'd love, it, like, if anyone's sitting here and going like, Oh, how else do I, do I action this? The Supreme Splendor podcast on Spotify, um, takes you through seven different ways of seeing the world. So it's all this kind of stuff that we've been exploring today. And it gives you time to like be in each concept and then really, yeah, allow it to sit with yourself. That would be a huge way to expand and, and come.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. I'll definitely put the link to that then in the show notes as well so people can go and listen to Bethany's podcast. Amazing. Well, listen, Bethany, thanks so much for being on the show and for giving us all your thoughts and for sharing some of your tips as well. So thanks a lot.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. I loved it.